T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Here's the 2-0. Trevor drives one to left field. Way back and way gone. Story, two for two. Two two-run homers. I'd say he's settling in at Fenway Park, and it's four to four. That was still rising right over the Plymouth Rock sign out of the park toward the Hotel Commonwealth. Oh, boy. Balls are flying out of the yard last night. Red Sox are starting to hit a little bit. Trevor's story was the story of last night's game. Joining us now on the Harbor One Hotline, our friend Will Fleming, one of the voices of the Shaw's and Star Market, WEEI Red Sox Network. Uh, Well, that was pretty fun last night. You're getting some crooked numbers now, Mr. Fleming, to call some games on and not uh, go in the wrong direction. We are indeed. We're, we're like uh, Rich's family, growing by right. leaps and bounds every single day. <laughs> well done, Congrats, sir. Rich. Thank Sleep you, sir. now while you can, my friend. I know. And uh, buckle up. But uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm not, in the immortal words of Tony Kornheiser, not to gloat with you guys, but I do believe I had that one. I mean, it, it, listen, I, I don't. Rich expect- having another kid, you mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in the, in the office pool, who's next to get it done? Yeah, I had we'll, 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 we'll send over the grid on uh, the date. We have yes. to, we're going to get that pool working uh, pretty soon, pool. too. Uh, I love it. Uh, no, I just had a feeling that Trevor's story was going to work very well here. And look, he's not going to hit three home runs every night, but uh, I, I just felt like everybody rushed to judgment. It was a month. It was he had a baby. He had the flu. Look at the track record. This dude's going to hit. And uh, you just knowing him and the work ethic and everything that we've learned about him in you know the six weeks we've been around this guy, uh, I think it's going to be a really good fit. And uh, it sure has been really fun to watch and not just story of course because it's you know the three big guys in the middle particularly Devers and JD right now I mean Devers is one of the three or four best hitters in the whole sport and this week these last two weeks maybe even three now I'm not sure he's ever been better and it's not just the home runs it's the two strike slider that fools him and he's flat footed and he just rips one into the gap every single time so uh, he's on a roll and they're getting top to bottom production and what a difference it makes when it's nine to two so that the walks in the bullpen don't drive you mm-hmm. crazy uh, and it's not quite as stressful although that thing last night <laughs> almost Jeez. almost worried us a little bit uh-huh. like uh, in a way that we never could have imagined but uh, yeah there's a much more fun period and uh, I believe I said this to you guys last week if you look at the schedule I mean, it's Mariners, White Sox, Orioles, Reds. Yeah. Uh, and then you're talking about Oakland and Seattle again. Uh, this is a chance, really, for the Red Sox. I, I think in a couple of weeks we're going to be talking about a 500 team. Well, that Houston series was so important. Well, to get that last win after you know the Evaldi game, or really the Evaldi inning, and then to follow that up with the win and to beat a good Astros team, win a home series, I thought that was huge. Going back to Trevor's story, monster night for him. Where do you think 
the best spot in the lineup for him is because he's a guy that has had power. You know, he's had multiple 30 home run seasons. He also has speed. He can run. He does strike out a lot, but last night he was hitting sixth. Where do you think is the best place for him? I think in the 5-6 range is perfect for this offense. Now, if you tell me that Kike um, really continues to struggle in the leadoff spot, I think they won't hesitate to put Trevor back up there because you can start to imagine uh, this guy with Rafi behind him, how many good pitches to hit he would see, Mm -hmm. and to your point, the speed. And we have to remember it's not just the first inning. I mean, everybody focuses on the top of the first or the bottom of the first, but it's it's more about getting your best hitters more at-bats throughout the course of a game and, most importantly, creating the most traffic on the base pass for the guys like Devers, Martinez, and Bogarts. We know this, that Alex Cora is not going to change 2-3-4. I mean, there might be some nights where, Mm -hmm. you know, Bogarts cleans up and J.D. hits third, but Devers, Bogarts, Martinez, that's going to be 2-3-4, period. And the fact of the matter is, more often than not, Rafi's going to hit second. So it's either going to be Xander or J.D. third or fourth, which is the reason that a lot of times you see, especially with a righty on the mound, you see Verdugo behind those right-handed hitters because you want to be able to mix it up. You don't want to go four righties in a row or much less three Mm -hmm. so that late in the game they can bring in a reliever. Um, With this offense, I'm not sure that matters quite as much. They've just got so many good hitters that there's not like some, you know, it's not like any right-handed reliever is going to come in and say, oh, well, we we got a chance to neutralize Bogarts, Martinez, and Story. But I would say that five or six is the perfect thing for him. You'd love for Dugo uh, to keep going, keep improving. Uh, But I don't rule it out at all that Trevor could spend significant time in the leadoff spot this year. Will Fleming, one of the voices of the Red Sox here on WEEI with Gresham Keefe. You mentioned Alex Verdugo, and he went three for five yesterday, scored four runs. But the average is at 221. Where is he at? How do you see him almost 40 games in? I think he's been the least lucky player, if not in the whole league, uh, very close to that. And, you know, we, we don't live and die by all these expected advanced numbers. I, I live and die by what I see every night. And I'm telling you guys, there was about a 10-day period in like late April into early May where Verdugo was not very good. But if you take those 10 days out, the rest of the season he's been really good and most of all really unlucky. Like I remember that Tampa Bay-Toronto road trip. There are three or four balls that were home runs. I mean, we know this. Off the bat, they feel like them, they look like them, and they die at the track. And now the ball is a little bit different. It's carrying better with the warm weather. Uh, If you look at the gap between what his actual slugging numbers are and what the expected numbers are based on quality of contact, launch angle, not to get too dorky on this stuff, but the point is that stuff is pretty dependable in terms of quality of at bat and contact he should be slugging about 550 and he's slugging something like 320 so he's just been unlucky Uh, he's had a lot of balls on the screws uh, and I think that will turn um, and uh, I'm not worried about him at all all right let's say everything's equal everybody's rested everybody's available if the Red Sox are trying to protect a one-run lead in the ninth who is their best option Matt Strom, and it's not really close right now. I mean, I thought that was encouraging from Tanner Houck last night, uh, the new and improved slider, but they want him in more of a, a lengthier role, right? Mm-hmm. I think you, if, if you have it your way, whether it's behind Hill or somebody else, uh, two, three, four innings for Tanner Houck out of the bullpen, kind of the role that Whitlock uh, occupied last season now that Garrett it seems to be a real fixture in the rotation. But, yeah, I definitely think it's Strom. And, I mean, if, they, if there are matchups, there can be some nights that it's Hansel Robles, but – 
his history is that sometimes he can uh, the bad is is pretty terrifying at times he can have four good ones and then a couple really shaky ones so uh, I still think that Strom is the best answer in that spot and I I still think that they're going to look to continue to find other people uh, to pitch in those kinds of roles because they're still an arm or two short out there in the bullpen uh, and whether that comes from from AAA or not we'll see but Ryan Brazier you know gets optioned down uh, to try to work on some things, and, and I don't think he's the last guy potentially to have that kind of a fate. Uh, is Bobby Dahlbeck going to be one of those guys soon, Will? 165. I know everybody was bullish on him, but, like, if you're hit, you know, if you're in the Verdugo category of 221, mm-hmm. that's one thing. 165 means you're almost not playable. Where is this Red Sox first base situation? It's, I mean, it's teetering, I would say. I mean, the Red Sox have wanted for a long time to give him a runway to get right because they saw what he did for almost two months last year. But this this season has been discouraging. I mean, there have been moments, um, but not not nearly enough of them. And, I mean, you see it, I mean, against left-handers now. Franchi Cordero sometimes is in there. So uh, there's been a real pecking order change at first base. Um, and it, it's possible that, you know, somebody like Bobby could benefit from time at another level to just regain confidence and not have the pressure of, of the big leagues on him because it's in there somewhere, but uh, it's been too too much of a funk this season. And, and the thing about it is, I mean, everybody's pulling for Dahlbeck. He's one of the most likable, well-liked guys on the whole team, and everybody wants him to succeed. But this team has dug itself a hole to the point where it's win-now mode. This is about winning games in the big leagues today. Uh, and so they're going to they're gonna make the decision that gives them the best chance to do that. But the issue, of course, is um, they don't want to rush Tristan Casas, and I don't blame them for that. I mean, we, the Mariners are in town right now, and it, it – if we were talking 18 months ago, everyone would have said this kid, Jared Kelnick, was the next Bryce Harper, that he couldn't miss, that he would come up and be unbelievable. Well, guess what? In the last two years, Kelnick has come up and hit a buck 20 and twice been optioned. So it, the gap has never been bigger between the big leagues and AAA. It's harder than ever to judge uh, wh- whether a guy's ready or not. You want Casas to come up when you're pretty certain that he can stay for a while. So it, there's not another ready-made option other than Casas to come up and take that spot. So that that sort of complicates the decision. What about a guy like Jaron Duran? And only because you mentioned Kike in the leadoff spot. You know, again, really struggling. Jackie Bradley, not known for his bat. Yes, those guys are good defensively, but at some point, you know, should both of those guys be playing essentially every day when they're give, giving you nothing at the plate? I think it's an open question. By the way, Bradley at home has been spectacular. I think he's hitting like 430 at Fenway Hmm. Park. Uh, Hmm. So, I mean, Jackie's been a little bit better offensively. And Kike is continually fighting it. Um, I thought it was interesting yesterday when he said he wants to not do what he did last year, which is almost every day change his swing. He just wants to stick with his athleticism uh, and and try to find something. And there have been glimmers of hope, but again, he's still searching for it. But it's a great question, Uh, I would say having those guys every day in the lineup uh, puts a little extra pressure on everybody else. I expect Kike to turn a corner. I really do. And like I said, I think Jackie is what they thought he would be, which is literally he's the best defensive outfielder by a lot of the advanced numbers in the sport. Uh, and so if you have seven hitters who are going great, it's pretty nice to have the best overall defensive outfielder in the game in the lineup, and you can overcome that. Um, like I said, I expect that Kike will turn a corner. But, but if he doesn't, 
Um, you know, they've been impressed with what Duran, Duran has done down there. They, they think the hand positioning is really taken. Uh, he can give them a burst in terms of speed. Uh, and, and I, guys, I really like the notion that the next time he comes up, like last time the offense was scoring two and a half runs a game. Right. And it was like, Jaron, come on up and give us a spark. I, I like it much better if it's, hey, buddy, now's the time to come relax and be a part of this thing that's really rolling and see what you can do, be yourself, not worry too much. I, I, that, to me, is much more appealing. Uh, and there are signs that if and when that happens, he's, he's much more equipped to do it. Well, uh, I know that yesterday Rafi Devers gave an interview in English, mm-hmm. and the manager, Alex Cora, was really kind of pumped up about it. Yep. Can you sort of help people understand who read that story, why it was such a big deal to not only Devers but also the manager? Well, a lot of things go into that. First of all, I met Rafi in 2017 in Pawtucket when he came through there, and I was the translator for his first ever press conference at AAA, and he really didn't know very much English. And so when you think about the journey that he's made, the work that he's put in from then until now, it's really remarkable. And those of us who are around him basically every day have known for a couple years now that he's getting closer and closer to being able to do that. Uh, But he goes home to the Dominican Republic in the offseason, and he loses some of his English, and with that, some of the confidence to publicly speak in English. Uh, To sort of net this thing out for everybody, I think the reality is that he is such a special kid, he's such a superstar, that, that if people love the player, but I think people, if they really, really get to hear him in his voice, will love the guy just as much. And so the willingness, the courage, the bravery to speak in his second language publicly uh, was a really big step forward. I mean, you heard him joke with Joe Castig. I mean, you know, he, he's willing to listen to questions in English. I'm always willing to do anything to make him comfortable, whether I give him the questions in Spanish and then translate his answers, whatever it is. He's now ready to hear all the questions in English. So Joe Joe Castig said, Rafi, how about the triple? And he said, it was not good, bro. I was tired right out of the gates in the first <laughs> inning. So, you know, that's sort of what that's what we're talking about here. Yeah. It's not just that it's really neat. I mean, this is not jingoism, right? Nobody's forcing him to speak English. It's mm-hmm. that he's hilarious. I mean, in English, he is hilarious to those of us uh, who get to be around him all the time. And so the more and more that our fans can hear that, uh, I think that's what Alex Cora is talking about. And he, he talked about how he watched Adrian Beltre and David Ortiz do the same thing. And think about Ortiz, right? I mean, this is our effing city. That is not quite as good if there's a translator saying, you know, like it's much better in English. So uh, those kinds of moments, I think, are in the future uh, for for Rafi. And it's really cool to see that he's willing to, to take that plunge. Do you abla? He just said uh, he translated for him. Were you yeah. listening yeah, to the story? No, but I didn't. I figured that, like, okay, he could translate a little bit, but no. like, yeah, you got to speak the whole thing. You can't translate some of it. No, that, but, that's a but it's no, but it's all baseball lingo. I well, mean, not always. Fastball, fastball, whatever. I mean, yeah. Well, they asked him about the chicken place in Pawtucket, maybe. Well, if you want, <laughs> which is pretty good, by the way. I'm not going to besmirch that place. Anyway, Will, thank you, friend. We appreciate it. We'll uh, catch you next week, where we will be at the quarter point of Ooh. the season. Right. Red Sox are going to be right around 500 next time we talk. All right. We will hold you to that. All right, Will Encantado, Fleming. Encantado, caballeros. Nos vemos. Sure. Perfect. There you go. <laughs> Thank you, Will. There he goes. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.